Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Ryan McBride. He's the CEO and founder of Bluebird Benefits Group. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So Ryan, why don't you start and tell us a little bit about yourself? So I am a, a serial entrepreneur, been chasing the startup dream for as long as I can remember. I, I, I was uh, part of the dot-com boom and bust out in, in the late 90s in Silicon Valley and um, have been living and working in the Raleigh metro area, uh, chasing the dream here as well, um, since about 2010. Um, and am super, super excited about launching uh, a new business at Saster Annual coming up um, on the week, actually next week, week from week from tomorrow is when we launch. So ex- super excited about um, the, the business we're building and, and um, continuation of the, the startup journey that I've been on for, for many, many years. That's so exciting. So tell me a little bit about this newest adventure that, that you're on. So it, it I'm not sure if you're familiar with the idea of a bluebird in sales, but I've been in sales, sales leader, um, kind of uh, go-to-market specialist. And the idea of a bluebird is is something that just kind of flies into your life, flies into your pipeline, changes everything because it's completely somewhat out of the blue. Um, and, and that's what this new business is for me. Uh, six weeks ago, I was not planning on founding a business when all of a sudden this opportunity presented itself and it was something that I, I couldn't not do. Um, the, the business is really personal to me. Um, it, the, the focus of what we're doing over the next six, 12, 18 months is doing everything we can to get um, mental health and wellness benefits, employee benefits into the hands of as many um, startup workers as we possibly can. The idea of kind of coming out of COVID, looking at um, all the the changes in the way that we work um, took place and um, really being able to, to offer a, a, a core group of mental health and wellness benefits to employees, like I said, just kind of came up as an opportunity and, and I jumped on it. We're not building anything new. We're not creating anything um, that that doesn't exist already. But what we're doing is taking an existing product and building distribution around it and treating it more like a, um, a software application go-to-market strategy versus a um, a, a a benefits, uh, employee benefits go to market strategy rather than kind of one off one business to the next to the next. We're going at scale and have some really talented people on the team and, and super excited to launch at Saster next week. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think, you know, um, I mentioned to you before that I have my, my master's in social work. So, you know, I know there's a statistic out there that says one in four Americans struggle with, you know, mental diagnosable mental health illness. And that's just the ones that come forward. Right. So, yeah. you know, the importance of the work that you're doing is, is crucial to supporting, you know, America's workforce, um, and, you know, just the, the population in general. So talk to me a little bit about kind of the go-to-market strategy. Well, so just to, to be, super clear about what it yeah. is we're doing. The, um, 
the benefits that we're offering have been available um, for, for decades. There's been tax incentives built into the US tax code for um, health and wellness benefits. Um, but with the ACA, uh, the Obamacare 2009, 2011, um, it, it, some of those rules got sharpened a bit. And so um, the, the idea of having tax incentives to create wellness programs for your, 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 your employees has been around for a bit, but um, the ACA made it more accessible because it used to be that those plans were mainly focused on executive level and, and higher end earners. Um, but the ACA made it to where if you have a plan for anyone in the company, it has to be for everyone in the company, available mm -hmm. to everyone. Um, and it also built in some, some um, it, more stringent um, uh, compliance issues to where you had to be able, if you're, if you're creating these benefits for people, you had to create a way or, or make sure that you, the, the tax benefits that you were receiving as a business mm -hmm. actually translated to your employees taking advantage of wellness activities and wellness benefits. And so the kind of the, the shift that, that we're taking advantage of is this, uh, it's a compliance app that, that we're basically getting in the hands of people through a company called um, Health Compass to where it is the compliance mechanism. It's where you access all of the, the counseling services, the addiction therapy, the diabetes therapy, um, all of the, the services, there's 24-7 tele, telemedicine, anything that you would need in this benefits package is accessible through the app. Mm -hmm. And that takes care of the compliance piece. So it what it's done is um, rather than having a, a benefit that big companies could take advantage of because they have, they have benefits programs, they have um, benefit specialists, they have HR folks, they have a bunch of big teams that can monitor and manage these, these programs. Um, what this app is allowing is for smaller businesses to take advantage of because they don't have the resources necessarily to make sure that everyone's complying. And through the app, we're able to, to kind of democratize that down to the smallest businesses and give them an opportunity to offer those same benefits and receive the same tax incentives from the the government to um, to, to kind of fund the program. So at the end of the day, it's it's a a no cost benefit for the employee to where there's no out of pocket, no charges, um, uh, no copay, nothing doesn't cost anything to the employee to take advantage of the benefits. And the employer actually receives, uh, on average, about a $500 FICA tax incentive on an annual basis. So um, it, it's crazy to think about that we're building a business to give away free stuff. Um, and, and, but that's what we're doing. And it's really, really exciting. And we're going about the go-to-market in a couple of different ways. First of all, we're, we're focusing kind of our launch at Saster, which is small technology companies starting up in the um, software service industry. Um, just by the nature of those companies, they're, they're lean and mean and, and kind of growing as, as they're building, as they're growing. And um, for us to be able to, to step into that space and, and offer those employees in those 
kind of high pressure, high performance, somewhat anxiety driven um, uh, situations with mental health benefits and, and wellness benefits is, is just going to be something that we're, we're really, really super excited about. But then we're also going in other verticals. We have um, identified four or five other verticals that we're going into. Another is automotive space. Um, we, we have um, working through a network into the, the franchise automotive dealership space. Um, we have some connections there that and we know just the nature of those type jobs is it's um, there's likely not robust benefits available to those folks, but the people in the back office and the call centers doing the the sales, the 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 um, licensing work, all that it it, it um, that's another area we're focusing. Um, we believe it, there's a, a huge opportunity in the hospitality space as well, and the the, the franchise um, hotel space, the small restaurants, the quick service restaurants. Um, again, um, small businesses that notoriously are on the lower end of the wage scale that likely don't have the robust benefits, and, and we really we're, we're focusing on going to folks that are underserved in a lot of cases. Um, and so it, it's because we're not building anything out of the ordinary other than distribution channels, that's where we're focused is on, on identifying verticals that have a need for enhanced benefits um, and figuring out the best way to get to those folks. And, and we, we, our, our overriding mission um, over the next 30 months between the end of 2025 is that we want to get this benefits app into the hands of a million Americans. Um, and we know if we are able to do that, we will have made a huge, huge impact on um, the lives of so many people. And it's just, we wake up every day, a, a wonderful team that's being built, um, just thrilled with what we're doing and excited about what comes next and, and really excited about our launch next week at Sasser. Yeah, you know, it makes sense, you know, the launch at Sastre when you're kind of talking about those small to medium sized businesses that you're targeting, really focusing on accessibility. And it sounds too like education as well. Um, I imagine education has got to be a big part of kind of the root of the Bluebird Benefits Group in informing you know, employers, employing, you know, employees about the the options that are available. Yeah, there, there's a huge awareness component, right? And, and it's um, we know that with some success next week and the, the following weeks that we'll we'll be in a position to to really be strategic about how we go out and message and create this awareness because clearly everyone that lived through COVID there, there's there's no one on the planet that wasn't affected by COVID some people thrived some people didn't but everyone was affected mm-hmm. um, and it's just such a um, kind of a, a Everyone will remember what happened when they were at where they were, and 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 for a lot of people, it, it's going to leave a scar. Um, and there's coming out of COVID. There's there's a lot of opportunity to help people work through the issues that surfaced during COVID. I, I'm, um, I mean, like I said, I, it's a, it's a personal mission for me. I personally um, have been affected by mental health for most of my adult life. I've had, uh, I was diagnosed bipolar when I was 25 years old. 
um, and have had struggles since that time um, and can only imagine how my life may have been a little bit different, how hard spots in the, in the road and the journey could have been um, navigated differently if I had access to 24-7 crisis counseling um, at, the, at, at the tip of my fingers. I mean, back then we didn't have smartphones, but, um, you know, if there was a flip phone and, and a number, right? But now technology is at a point where we have um, such a, a, a huge, huge opportunity to, to, to help people um, in their time of need. Um, and knowing that COVID um, is is a something that will affect generations to come, um, it, it just feels like such a, a perfect time for us to be doing what we're doing and, and helping folks the way we intend to. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you know your your honesty and transparency with kind of where the root of your passion comes for you know in founding Bluebird Benefits Group. I really, you know, appreciate that, uh, that, that story that you told. And, you know, I'm curious to pick your brain a little bit kind of prior to this launch, not necessarily about mental health in general, but do you hear any common misconceptions? And I think I have an idea of where this may go. Um, but do you have any common misconceptions that you've heard kind of before your launch with, with Bluebird Benefits Group? Um, in regards to so I was going to, I think I know where I might've been leading you, but it was down towards like people not necessarily understanding the availability. Is that something that you hear often? Yeah. It, well, I, I mean, it, it's such a thing in, in, um, in startup culture in general, but in just American culture, it, it's the to um, to admit that you have weakness in any form or fashion is 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 difficult, right? And to that you have vulnerabilities or that you're you have a condition that is some it's there's such a taboo or there there has been for for many many years to talk about mental health in the same way that you would talk about um, dental health, right? I mean, it just it it's not the same opportunity to have conversations. Um, but that I've seen that changing. I've seen just the because of the the growing kind of social media kind of people being become being vulnerable online as a as a a way to connect with others I I think there's a lot more um, acceptance of people coming forward and raising their hand and saying I'm going through a hard time Um, but it's it's a it's not always been that way it's been difficult um, personally for, for me to, to, to share with people that I work with or people that I work for of the struggles that I've been going through. That was one of the hardest things that, that I had to do. When was it? 2017, 2018, to where I was in a, in a VP level strategy position at a software company. And I just was not functioning. I, I could not do what I needed to do to do the job. Um, and I had one of the hardest conversations I ever had where I, I went into the CEO's office and said, I, I need to take a step back. I need to, um, to, to not be doing what you're asking me to do on a daily basis because I, I, I'm not performing. I can't do it. Um, and, and 
being at a point in my life to where I could take that step back and, and be vulnerable to my boss at that time, it was somewhat life-changing in, in the, the, the way, the reaction that I thought might come was not there at all. It was such a, a, a wonderful response and caring and, and um, just really, um, it, it changed the way that I thought about it, right? Because it, it was clear that I was going through something, but the way he reacted was just incredible. And, and it changed my whole thought about being able to share my own struggles with others. And then that's, I mean, there's folks on our team that most everyone on our team, and I don't think it's our team is unique. I would imagine most folks on most teams, there's there's a lot of, of personal just history and, and stories to tell about their own or a loved one's mental health journey that um, is, is becoming more easy to talk about. Um, and we want to be on that, on the kind of the forefront of being not only able to talk about it, but then also to offer a solution. And, and one of the cool things about the, the access that we're providing through the app is it's completely separate from any insurance policies. It's completely separate from any work-related things. So if, if an employee has access, is given access through their employment, um, and they have conversations with uh, clinicians, through the app, there's no record of that. No one needs it. It's completely private. It's completely separate and segregated from the existing um, insurance policies, which people oh, wow. find really um, really valuable. In Absolutely. that, that it's it's um, yeah. You you can have conversations with psychiatrists and be diagnosed and get prescribed medicine and and no one outside of that relationship is there's no record of it anywhere other than um in in that doctor patient wow. relationship it, it's it's phenomenal Wow. Wow. I appreciate, you know, again, your story about being able to go to your boss, because I imagine that's a struggle for a lot of people too, to be able to say, to be their vulnerable self and say, you know, listen, this is something that I really need help with. And, you know, it sounds like, you know, you're coming from a, a very customer client centric view in order to support, you know, the growth of Bluebird Benefits Group prior to the launch of Saster. You know, I, I think that this is, you know, a fascinating journey that, you, that you're starting on. And I'm looking forward to, you know, tracking the growth of, of Bluebird Benefits Group. So, you know, before we head out today, Ryan, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with, whether it be about the accessibility and education, about the Bluebird Benefits Group in general, about mental health, any advice, anything that you want to leave our listeners with? Well, I mean, the one of the things that I'm most proud of in what we're building is the accessibility piece, right? And it's it, for a lot of businesses, it's we're we're on a budget, we're on a we're we're starting up, we don't have a lot of funds. We we would love to offer everything possible to our employees because it's it, you, you can attract and retain really quality people with good benefits packages. Um, but 
typically there's there's some trade-offs need to be made to 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 fund that um the the really just exciting thing about what it is that we're doing um is that it's literally no cost to the employee no cost to the employer and the employer actually gets a, a FICA tax credit for it. So it's, they're saving money by offering benefits. And, and it's, like I said, crazy to think about. But the way that the U.S. government thinks about it is that it, through this preventative health initiative that we're implementing, the, the, the government believes that we either pay now or we pay later. And so if, if they can get out in front of um, or if they can incent businesses to get out in front of potential health issues down the road, it's to their advantage because of Medicare and Medicaid and everything associated with um, the, the rising costs of healthcare. So if they can offer employers a, a nominal um, the tax incentive to, to deploy these programs um, and we've married this up with some real cool compliance things and plugging into existing networks and so forth that make it easy for a small business to to take advantage of these these savings um that's the part that is really really exciting it's it's every business that that has w2 employees can deploy this program and save money which is just the the, the guiding star that we wake up to every every morning is this is what we should be doing and we should be getting this in front of as many people as possible because it's not only going to help the employer save a little money but offering it to the employees and giving them that outlet um, and access point to to services that they don't have today um, that, that's where it, it makes us goosebumps every day that's awesome I think that's, you know, you, you, Bluebird Benefits Group is right on the precipice for, you know, that, that absolute change in accessibility. I think that's fantastic. Like you said, you know, being able to offer this to employers and knowing the benefits that, you know, it's the impact it's going to have is, is profound. And I'm, I, you know, like I said before, I'm excited to, you know, watch the growth of Bluebird Benefits. So, you know, Ryan, I think this has been a fantastic conversation. Um, I really appreciate, you know, all of your knowledge, your experience, your, you know, your vulnerability and kind of your own story. I think this was a fantastic uh, episode and I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas. Thanks, Kelsey. Hey, are you a Business Ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.